All right, there we go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of our Labs Open Office Hour. This week, we're joined by Dr. Don Kinghorn, uh, our scientific computing advisor, um, an all-around cool guy. I love I love listening to everything you have to say, Don. It's very infectious. Um, but uh, I you, I always enjoy oh. <laughs> the ethnic with you. Houston. Oh, thank you. Uh, but just in case uh, anybody doesn't know, for and the folk who may be listening to this later or watching. Um, Give us a little little background about who you are and what you do for uh, Puget. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm the the scientific computing advisor, um, and that means stuff you know, any sciencey stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in- including which I spent a lot of time with is machine learning, AI, all all that all that really nice stuff. Uh, my background is a PhD in theoretical chemistry from way back. <laughs> uh, was a researcher for a long time, and then mainly kind of migrated into high performance computing for a long time, and then well, I, all of these things kind of go along with a, a long time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm I, I'm at uh, Puget Systems, and and uh, really having fun with that. That's great because you know, uh, my 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 the thing that gets me up in the morning, the thing that drives me forward, is just helping people out with with problems and stuff they're trying to work on. Yeah. So and I get to do that. So it's got to it's got to be a lot of fun too, because like it, it it kind of exposes you to uh, such a broad range of different topics and problems to solve. Like oh man, yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it's always fresh. That's Plus, I'm a hardware cool. junkie. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was kind of my motivation in the first place. Um, <laughs> back, back, uh, back quite a quite a while back now, actually. Yeah. It was like, ooh, hey, you know, there was new hardware coming out. I was like, ooh, I really want to get my hands on that because I hadn't done that that kind of stuff for a while. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah, okay. That's cool. <laughs> uh, which actually brings us uh, right to the the big topic for for this week. Um, you've been working on getting four RTX thirty nineties in one system on one power supply, um, a sixteen hundred watt, our, our our biggest one that we sell. Um, and when you first when you first suggested this idea, it was something I had never heard of. Um, that you could actually manipulate the power draw of the video card. And I'd kind of heard about some of that kind of thing, uh, like in the overclocking space and stuff where you could undervolt um, using CPUs and GPUs and things, but this is a little different, right? Yeah. 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 So, so let's, let's do, let's get a little talk, talk about that. Like how did, I guess, first off, how did you even know that you could do this? Oh, well, okay. Um, First of all, I was not going to be stopped from doing oh. <laughs> because when, when the thirty ninety came out and I tested it, tested that thing, you know, first fired up some TensorFlow benchmarks with that. It was like, oh my god, this thing is this is a great card, and it was like everybody's going to want to do four of these in a box, right? Because I mean, it was like, yeah, that's what you want. You you want to yeah. you want to be able to fire up this thing to the max. But then, man, running at these things, you know, hitting a, uh, a 350 watt uh, TDP on the on the GPUs is that's a lot of power getting sucked down. It's like, oh, big problem, big problem. It's sure. still a problem. It's still a problem. Um, but uh, 
was like, okay, yeah, we've got to solve that. But then the thing, it was fairly obvious to me that, yeah, we can probably do this. I, I was just, um, my ex expectations of success were a little bit low. Okay. Um, but uh, the uh, NVIDIA, uh, their system management interface, okay, okay there's two. There's, there's the uh, NV... Uh, NVML or something like that, their, their uh, management layer. This is a programmatic uh, management interface. And, and then there's the command line tool okay. that uh, interfaces to all that, which is NVIDIA uh, SMI, okay. the system management interface. And when you install the Windows driver, or, or the Windows driver. Uh, this this is applies to Windows too. Okay. Okay. Uh, but when, when you in, install the NVIDIA driver, uh, NVIDIA SMI is is installed. Okay. And uh, that is a really powerful tool, and and you can control a lot of aspects of the GPU. You can use it for monitoring. It gives you all the information about the card. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, you, you know, monitoring tools, little commercial things or little, little applications, they usually call this interface in the back end. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a really powerful tool, and I, and I use it all, all the time. When, I, when, I'm, when I'm working with NVIDIA GPUs, even just to, you know, monitor the, the, the performance load, you know, how, you know, how, how are this, the GPU, am I, am I getting 100%? Are these things hitting 100% oh. uh, load? Um, and stuff like that. So I use it all the time, but it's really a, a capable uh, tool. So there's, and you can get in there and change uh, parameters for the card. Okay. Okay. So you can do this in, in you know, live while the thing is up and running. Um, and uh, there, and there's stuff in there for, for uh, you know, managing the, like the heavyweight cards, like the, uh, the A100, you know, the, the, the server compute stuff and all that. Right. Um, so there are, it's easy in there to actually set the power limit. Wow. Those, those are parameters that you can control uh, with just a single, single command with NVIDIA SMI. So wow. you can, you can set, uh, you can, you can set the minimum and maximum power. Mm -hmm. You can set, um, Almost anything you can think of to control on, on the GPU, you can do. I mean, wow. a large, large amount of it. Cool. Um, but, yeah, you can set power limit. No problem. So you can set a cap on, on, um, uh, on, on you know, what it, what it can draw. Sure. Um, you know, the, the, especially, but, you know, the consumer cards are a little bit, a little bit funny sometimes because they have these boost clocks. Oh, sure. And, you know, all kinds of crazy things going on in there. Um, uh, but this, this does what it says. I mean, you know, this, this works. And, um, but the thing that was, that really, when I, I was thinking about this, I was going, oh, man. Okay, we have to limit the power usage on on these GPUs in order because you know r really I, I, this is something I've I talked with John, I've talked with John about for years. It's like okay, when we're designing a system for really heavy compute, we have we have a, a limit, we have a constraint. Sure. Yeah. Um, really, a, a workstation that we're going to do as a product needs to 
be within the constraints of being able to run on a single and and I I usually specify it as a single uh, US uh, one ten volt twenty amp power line, right? As being kind of a limit for uh, how much power you can draw, how much compute you can get, because your <laughs> compute's limited by the amount of power you put into it. Okay. At the end of the day, that's kind of what it comes down to. Um, but a, 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 a more realistic limit is a US 110 uh, residential 15 amp line. Okay. That that's the common kind of line that you're going to have in a, in a wall outlet or something like that in your like in at a house. science lab or high school or something. Yeah, or, or at home. They'll, even. they'll probably have they'll probably have anything that's you know industrial or academic or anything like that. Will probably have beefier lines just as default. Okay. Um, so that's that's why you know that's why usually I say yeah, twenty amp is kind of something that you can probably expect. Um, and most. Uh, you know, universities and stuff like that. The the will have people that will come out and run power lines for you, whatever you need. Oh, okay. You know, if you have have you need extra stuff, you need a two forty volt that can rock a little cluster or something like that. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so we need that restriction. So 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 really need to get this thing down to where like the total draw on the system is not any worse than like running a hair dryer. Oh, sure. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, uh, and that turned out to be pretty easy to do and still get great performance. Yeah. So I'm really happy about that. Um but uh if you know, um I think maybe should we just go ahead and and uh but, uh, Yeah, I was just I'm about go to through ask. the the post that I put up uh sure. last Friday. Okay. And uh yeah, let's go ahead and look at that. Okay. Yeah, I have to peek around because I have this sitting on a monitor that's behind my main monitor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, I just had to get the mouse over there. Okay. Let's see that. Oh, man. Oh, and just in case anybody would like to follow along, I'll post the link in the chat. Let's see. What is it? this? Is Edge here? Okay, good. That works. Okay, I bumped that. Ah, wrong one. There we go. I got a little kitty cat sitting here, wants to sit on my mouse. <laughs> um, okay, this is the post. This went up uh, last Friday on the mm-hmm. HPC blog at uh, at at Puget here, mm-hmm. um, and there. Oh, will it scroll? Oh man, I gotta get over. There we are. Okay. There we go. I gotta remember where the mouse is. Um, um, anyway, okay, that was I. I gave it this kind of funny title here: Quad RTX 3090 GPU wattage limited Max Q. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing that inspired me to do this, it was like because it, it uh, if you look at a lot of laptops. They'll have they'll they'll tout this as a feature. They'll say, okay, with Max Q, NVIDIA Max Q. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what the heck is that? And what it really is, is and they they did a serious effort on on doing this. But they um, their engineers, they looked at 
uh, performance of a GPU and a laptop, and then and they did power restriction. They did uh, power limiting on the GPUs to uh, accommodate uh, all of the parameters that they need to have in a, in a laptop. So mm-hmm. they had they had to be able to get good cooling. They had to coordinate this kind of like with a CPU load, and um, but what they wanted to try was like, okay what is the what's the best performance when when you when you increase the power into the in, into a gpu the performance goes up sure okay but it doesn't go it starts off pretty linear it's going like straight up but then it rolls off and by the time you get up close closer to the uh, maximum performance for the card you know you can start getting up to its power limit then the performance gains are very small mm-hmm so it's like, okay, where's that kind of spot where where you can find like a really good performance? It's so it's basically the best performance efficiency mm-hmm. for the device. So and they call it Max Q. This it has something to do it with uh, pressure and uh, rocket launches and stuff like that, right? Okay. So it's it's an abuse. <laughs> it sounds cool. It yeah. sounds cool. I like it. Yeah. And it's it's kind of appropriate. I mean, in in a in Wait, in a serious way, really. Um, but anyway, so that was that was the Max Q thing. That was my inspiration. It's like, sure, yeah, heck, man, I'm going to put four of these puppies in a box, mm-hmm. and I'm going to find basically a Max Q, however I define that, you know, sure. as a performance uh, threshold that I'm I'm willing to live with, and at at a, a reasonable power level. So that that was the idea, um, and. Yeah, I did this just in in one of our test beds. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was open air. This was with the gigabyte blower card. This is mm-hmm. like so. Just hang on, just a moment, just to mm-hmm. clarify. So this is you say open air. This is like one of our test benches. This isn't stuffed into a fractal XL. No. Okay. No. But yeah, potentially this, that's what it would be in. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this is a consideration for anybody that wants to do it because no matter what, it's still a lot of heat being generated. Right. Okay, so you have to get that away from the GPUs, away from the system, um, and you know, and and pretty much, and you have to be able to physically get them into the box. Um, and, and so, the only thing that we basically uh, have right now that could that we could use is that this uh, gigabyte uh, 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 blower card. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's got Gigabyte makes these really nice cards for for stuff like this. And, you know, I, and they do it. You know, they they yeah. step up to the plate and actually do this. Those things you will t- are to you, or well, not to you, yeah, two, two slot, slot. Mm-hmm. two slots. So you can get four of them in a in a system that will support four GPUs, and um, um, and they have good blowers on them. So they're blowing they're Take an air in from you know near the, the the rear of the the card and blowing it out the back of the case, blowing it outside of the the case. So um, very good. However, the GPUs are really packed right next to each other. They're mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, and, there's and, nothing between them. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, they're touching. Um. So yeah. So so a successful system has to have really good. Um, uh, uh, heat exhaust and heat flow through the chassis in order to keep 
you know, to, to lower the pressure going in these fans. So, you, so all the heat can get exhausted out and just keep everything in there. Cool. Right. Um, so, you know, I haven't looked at, we haven't looked at that. You know, we, we didn't look, we didn't get the, the IR thermal camera out and do right. uh, heat imaging or anything like that. We haven't put this in a closed case or anything like that. Um, this was just a matter of, okay, Ken, will this work? You know, can we, can we do this? Uh, that was the main thing I wanted to know. Whether we do it or not as a, as like a, a product, something that we offer, if we offer a quad, um, you know, we may or may not do that. And, and, and uh, we probably won't do it unless we can get the cards uh, firmware modified to limit right. power. So that it's not subject, that, so that you don't have to uh, do this uh, at, um, with, you know, with, with tools, with control tools, you know, for, that are loaded in the OS at boot time. Hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, so there's, this is still open, but this is really cool. And I've already gotten great feedback from people. Uh, and, and, and I knew it. I mean, when I when I first saw that, I mean, I knew that all all these researchers around are going to go. Oh man, I want to do four of these things. How can I do this? Right. And so that was this, and including myself, it's like, oh man, we have to be able to do this. This is just these are too good to not. And uh, so, so a lot of motivation there. And and you know that's the thing. If um, if people want to do this themselves, it's it's basically it's like so. Yeah, you you probably actually can do this. Well, um, yeah. I mean, if, if the SMI thing is, is somewhat freely available, like I could, oh, yeah. I could load up the SMI thing right now and tweak the quadro that I have. Um, so anybody really could do this at home. Uh, there's nothing like secret or, or kind of like crazy special about it. Right. No, no. I mean, it, this is, um, yeah, this is, uh, it's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the um, let's see. Oh boy, here's a here's a script that I did to do this. Uh, okay, this is this is my whole testing script. Uh, but you but you can see how easy it is. I guess yeah, you can see my point, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, firing up uh, uh, Nvidia uh, containers from uh, uh, NGC from mm -hmm. Nvidia for TensorFlow to do the testing. So that's what this N root stuff is about. Right. Um, and then I oh, there's a typo here in this post. Uh oh, I, I I just I just saw that. Uh, CUDA visible devices is just the um, uh, that's explicitly saying which GPUs I want to look at. Mm -hmm. So I, I looked at different combinations of GPUs. So I can, you can specify that here in an environment variable uh, for you know this this uh, CUDA variable, and then um, what I did here, this command is the, this is the NVIDIA SMI. Mm -hmm. This has to be run as root. So I use sudo. This, this is Ubuntu uh, 2004. Okay. Um, and this uh, PM is um, persistence mode. And um, so what this command right here, this is not on by default. Uh, so th this command right here sets the um sets the driver so that the driver does not unload kernel modules if there's okay. no clients accessing the modules if if you're if you're firing up um uh like like a CUDA job or something on on a on a machine kind of by default if if you're running on a machine where that driver 
is not like firing up a display or anything like that, then it's not even loaded. It's not loaded until there's a demand for it, and then it loads as a module. Okay, and so that module can potentially unload also. Okay. Okay. So the the persistence mode is, the, and this is a this is a Linux only uh, feature. Okay. Um, but it's I'm not sure how like on windows this wouldn't be an issue because windows is always going to be accessing that driver because you've got a display going sure okay so it shouldn't be unloading that that uh uh, that module anyway um but so 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 we have persistence mode the driver's going to stay loaded uh so that there isn't a chance of our other settings being reset because the the kernel modules reloaded okay okay for for whatever any reason so so that's so i set that and then i explicitly set it set it to uh the available gpus they start from zero and there's four there's zero one two three that's why this four is bogus up here Oops. <laughs> yeah um but then the next thing what i did is i looped um i ran a loop and i ran i did a resnet um uh tensorflow training job Mm-hmm. With synthetic data, this thing I normally use for benchmarking uh, tens- TensorFlow with TensorFlow, and I ran power um, from 100 watts up to 350 watts in 10 watt increments. Okay, got it. And I did this while I had the system running with two power supplies. Okay. Okay. So I had I had one power supply driving one card. And the rest of it was on the 1600-watt uh, EVGA that we use, okay. which is a great power supply. Mm-hmm. But three is the limit for that. If you tried to run that with four GPUs on there, then by the time when you hit 100% load on four GPUs with that, there, it's an overcurrent condition for the power supply, and the power supply shuts the machine down. Oh, wow. It, it reboots the system. That's a great power supply. It protects your system. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, That's so, cool. Yeah. So this, so the power supply is a a good high quality power supply is critical for anybody that's considering doing this because you 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 want to protect your circuit, you want to protect your your board, you want to protect everything. So and yeah. power supply is your first line of defense for that. Uh, but anyway, so ran it all the way up to uh, 350 with two power supplies on there. And then, uh, the, the to set that limit, I just took that variable W and I just set this dash PL with uh, NVIDIA SMI mm-hmm. uh, is power limit. Makes so sense. I just set it to that, and I set it for all those GPUs, whatever I was using the testing, and then I just fired up uh, the. Uh, I used nroot to fire up the container and and ran uh, multi GPU uh, TensorFlow job. Okay, and then just collected all the data. Yeah. Um, oh, and this is the little thing I want. Okay, okay. I, this this command right here uh, trims out the information I need out of the output file. Okay. And I need that for the post that I'm writing, working on today, which is how to automate all this stuff so it aut- automatically happens as a service when you start up your system. Oh, okay. You don't have to do any of this. It just automatically starts it up. But I wanted to put some protection stuff in there. Uh, so the reason I have haven't put the post on it. This is the thing I wanted to look for. I'm like, oh, how do they do that? Nice, nice. We <laughs> got all this cut and sort. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I collected that data, MaxQ data. Um, 
And, uh, okay, here's here's the little details about those two commands that I used. Only two commands. This was all that was needed. The the first one is the setting that persistence mode. Uh, there's a long form for that and a short form. So this was obvious what it's doing. Persistence mode equals sure. one. Like, yeah, yeah, PM is that. yes, right. And it you do this, and it gives you feedback. And, in fact, if you don't put that dash I, that dash I is uh, a way to specify the 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 uh, the item that you're looking at the GPU that you're looking at oh okay and uh, but if you leave that off this will do uh, all of them that are in the system hmm. okay so th this should should uh, set if you have three cards or four cards or eight cards or whatever it should do all of them um, I generally kind of like to be explicit about stuff like that yeah uh, but but that's okay it's good good practice uh... yeah and okay and then here here is that power limit command and again the long form here is very obvious what it's doing power limit equals 280 right um so so that's the command for doing that you could you can set this stuff up and then at idle it's not going to be drawing that much power in fact these things are actually going to be idle and closer to oh man like 30 30 watts or something like that right i mean they'll, they'll be they'll be way down um uh, maybe no, no, no. They idle at 100 watts. These these things idle sense. hot. They they sure. idle with a pretty good current draw. Hmm. Um, a uh, little bit high, but they, they these GPU this these cards need quite a bit of power into them. Okay, just to do anything. And I sure. I hit that in an interesting way when I was testing. Um, but anyway, so that's that's all it takes to do that. That limits your power. Um, and then, uh, okay, and then here's another little uh, NVIDIA SMI command. The Q is query, and the v D is like, um, kind of like uh, device driver, whatever. Sure. Uh, and there's this, all, all the things that you could want to look at for the, about the GPU is, is in here. Oh. Uh, if you just do that dash Q and then and a card, it's going to give you all the information about a card. Like fan speeds, um, temperature. Yeah, all the settings as they're set, and all the things that could be set. Frequencies and stuff. Big, big dump wow. of information. That's cool. Um, but, but this is what I used to monitor power, just to see actually how the thing was going. Um, so I uh, I do that in a way. So I've got the queue, and I'm setting it to just pull the power information. Sure. Um, and this example right here, I'm I'm looking at that dash I. I'm looking at one card. Mm hmm. Okay, so that's the dash I zero, and then this dash L is um, is is um, it's it's looping. Oh, okay. Oh, and and one means loop every for every one second. So this is, and then I filter because that gives me a bunch of that gives me min, max, and a bunch of stuff. I just want the one line that says power draw. Okay. So that's why I have this rep here just to filter that out. So this thing he just here just spews out the power. Uh, from that GPU, the power load on that GPU as it's running a job, so I can monitor. I can I could monitor all four at once and whatever. Um, but that's just a that's really handy if you're messing with this experimenting. Yeah. It's like okay, this is what's going on. You can see it easily. Um, now fun stuff. Yeah, the so data. What happened? How did it go? What mm -hmm. happened when I ran that script? Um, Let's see what's all this 
nonsense here. Oh, this is the I I, I fit this to uh, uh, to a curve just so I could I could uh, match it. You know, so I had a good curve fit to the data points. You know, you could actually compute this max. You could look for where the 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 slope of the line drops below uh, one or something like that, mm-hmm. or where it's rolling off to being less efficient. But and th- but this this curve that I fit is not perfect because it actually starts to drop off towards the end here, and really it should just kind of keep going and just level out. Yeah. But my curve, you'll see it. It starts to curve down a little bit. So it's not really the right fit exactly ah. for the data, but it's a, it's a good fit. Yeah. Um, but here here's the first test right here, and so I decided to put all this stuff, uh, multiple tests on a single graph because then you've got a bucket load of information in here. Right. Um. So I did this. Uh, I I ran that test. I ran that that script. You know, looking at the the power uh, increases. Um, and I did this with one, two, three, and four GPUs. And then on all of these curves for each of those things, I put a, just put a line in here where ninety five percent of the peak performance was hit. Okay. And so you can see that that line hits you right in here right in here between that 275 and 300 watts and 275 270 even is really close to 95 percent um and this is like pretty much everywhere yeah yeah Um, so so you can hit so that's kind of a sweet spot right there wow um that's a pretty reasonable power draw and i i kind of like the the 280 because 280 i'm basically over 95 percent on on everything that i looked at yeah and um that's still very and reasonable that gives you yeah and that's a big drop down from that 350 watt yeah. so and you still got most of the performance out of that cards the um uh, another thing that you can see from this graph is the sk- the the multi GPU scaling of oh. this ResNet 50 TensorFlow job. the The performance, this distance between these lines, right? Yeah. You can see how even that is. Right. That means the scaling is like every time I added a GPU, it it this performance went up that much right i didn't lose i didn't really lose performance because of the multi-gpu scaling yeah that's great so this is this is why you like people really want to have four of these gpus in here because you get a lot more performance oh yeah and if you look over here at the side these are the actually the actual images per second of that uh, uh tensorflow job um, and this is crazy good. Okay. <laughs> this is really, really nice. Uh, that's a, that's a lot of performance. So, so that, yeah, there's compelling reasons. So, so I've had some conversations with some people that are pretty excited about doing this and it's because they're going, Oh man. Yeah. This will, this will take my, my, the job, the stuff that I'm trying to work on these models that I'm trying to fit, it will bring it down from, you know, two or three weeks of running a model, training a model down to, you know, a, a few days, maybe. That's amazing. Right. So that's, that's a huge thing. So it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's very nice. There's reasons that people are excited. Um, but so, so this, 
I love these charts, man. I mean, this is just great information. But you can uh, something. I'll point this out because, um, but you can see that. Yeah, it just follows a nice curve up. Mm -hmm. um, if I spread that out, you would be able to see it. If I just put one on there, and you would see that it goes up really steeply and then starts to curve off. Mm -hmm. But because I've just got a really small range here for for how this looks, it doesn't look like that's so dramatic. Right. Right. If that makes sense. Um, but something I'll point out here is that I threw the data out before I hit 180 watts. Oh. And, and that's because, well, let's see. Let me let me pop down to another one here. Okay, this, this is doing that same thing, but I used uh, FP16, so I used tensor cores okay. for the job. And look at the performance up here. Yeah. It's insane. That's insane. Yeah, you know. And now that, that's way more dramatic on the four the four gpu line is like that's oh that's yeah pretty... I, oh yeah and you know <laughs> and the uh, um yeah the tensor core performance the fp uh, 16 performance on these gpus is fantastic uh, i had some trouble with that with the very first testing i did on these things when they came out it's like oh man the drivers are not quite right the libraries are not, are not caught up but when i did this testing the performance was really outstanding. It's yeah. really good. So, so, so this is a, a massive, massively. High, this is a really a high number for for that that training run. Um, but uh, uh, you can see something here. Well, that one doesn't even show it that much. Well, no, I guess it's okay. But you can see some of the kind of irregularities. Yeah. In the in the training down here in the low power. Uh, what would happen is I would start this thing off at like a hundred Watts mm -hmm. and I would get a performance fairly pretty pitiful, right? Sure. But it would work right. But as I, I was bumping these up in, in 10 watt increments uh, for those first few trials, for those first few lines, it would start the job up and then it would bump the power up. It would not honor the limit. Okay, and huh. I don't know why that was because it always honored it on the first, the first, um, the first shot through there. Yeah, but it it was like, okay, it's try it's trying to actually run the job that I'm asking it to do, sure. and there's simply not enough power available to run the GPU and the memory properly. Huh. I mean, that's kind of what it seemed like. Wow. So it was like, oh, the GPU is going, I'm going to crash because I don't have enough power to run this job. Well, that's interesting. That's what it seemed like. That's kind of what it felt like to me. And so I would get these things where it would bump up. It would never exceeded the limit that I set. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, that, that doesn't sound right. Um, it, it was funny behavior. It was funny behavior. It, it, um, it didn't go all the way up to like, max limit but it went up higher than what i had set it at hmm. and it was a, a little bit erratic of you know what it was doing in there and i i monitored the power i looked at it, i was going well wait wait you know this thing is doing more drawing more power than than i told it it could use yeah which was a little disturbing okay so that's a caveat here hmm. um However, by the time I got up to, you know, around 170 watts, it was leveling out. It was behaving, you know, the way that it should. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
this doesn't surprise me too much. It was a little bit like, mm, you know, but um, but the behavior, you know, at the, the higher power limits was completely smooth. I mean, it was exactly, you know, I mean, it behaved well. Yeah. Uh, and I monitored power use and it, it didn't, you know, it didn't um, really go over. You get you get some uh, performance uh, variations. Mm-hmm. It's kind of natural when you run these jobs for whatever reason. Okay. So there you expect to see some some kind of anomalies in there. It's not always going to be just perfectly smooth. Okay. Um, but anyway, that's a, that's something I kind of wanted to point out. Um, the, but okay, of course I looked at scaling, right? So uh, I wanted to do an Amdahl's law plot, (laughs) which is what you do for, uh, for parallel scaling. You know, you usually use that on, on CPUs, but GPUs too. Um, and uh, that's a that's a line. This is basically kind of giving you an idea of the efficiency, the the parallel efficiency. Um, and it's basically saying that you, by the time this, if this is like ninety five percent, then by the time you got out to twenty GPUs, you're probably not going to be getting a performance improvement anymore because this line starts to drop off. Oh, which, oh. this would be if it was perfect scaling. Sure. But after a time, you you always lose something because you lose performance for communication, mm-hmm. um, and you know a few little uh, other things. There's mostly communication, uh, and and just parts of the job that are not parallel. So eventually, you if you have even infinite number of processors, there's a limit to how much you can get because at some point the non-parallel part takes over is you're limited by that so that's basically saying that by the time you got out here to you know 20 gpus or so you're probably not going to be getting much gain Mm. that's just on this particular setup with this particular job there's other ways to do this though okay because that sounds somewhat like theoretical what where could you stuff 20 30 90s oh you could have it in in a cluster you could have 20,000 of them oh snap yeah. Okay. And in okay. fact, that's they do that. <laughs> okay. We're creating huh. these big models, but they're they're uh but it's it's handled in in a little bit differently than just the simplistic thing that I'm looking at here. Okay. Okay. Uh so that but this is I wanted to do this because I just wanted to see, yeah, this the parallel the scaling for multi-GPU here is just outstanding. It's really excellent. And also I just wanted to show that the difference between that scaling at 350 watts versus that scaling at 280 watts is like, yeah, you're not losing anything hmm. in the scaling by limiting that power. So it's really good. Yeah. Performance was really, really good. Um, oh, and this plot I, I really like um, because this one shows a lot of uh, this is this is four GPUs here. Okay, and this is uh, tensor tensor cores. This is FP sixteen, mm-hmm. and this is showing that that curve of that performance uh, per wattage. And this time, I've I'm reporting the total wath- wattage at the wall. Right. So so this was actually with two power supplies, and they were both hooked up into uh, kilowatts. Mm-hmm. These little power meters, and. Um, I just monitored them and just looked at the total 
power draw that I was getting from these two power supplies while the, while the jobs were running. And um, so, so here, this gives you an idea. And this is that 95% mark again right. up here. Um, and this is for, for this job uh, with the four GPUs, 275 watts was at 96% of the performance. And that is a power draw of, it was around uh, 1,330 watts, something like that. Okay. And that's not bad. That's the total system power draw. And yeah. this, was a, this was a Xeon, a 24-core Xeon in there mm-hmm. with uh, 384 gigabytes of memory in it. Okay, so it, this was a beefy platform. Yeah. Um, wow. So the, the the base system was drawing significant power too, but this is pretty reasonable. You could run this. You could run this. You could do this at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that was really really nice. This was fantastic to see. I kind of thought that the performance level was going to be down here. I, I was going to be ha- happy if I saw like eighty five percent of the performance. Yeah, honestly, that was kind of my expectation. Wow. Uh, but man, to be over ninety five percent at a reasonable power draw at the wall total for the system, that's not bad. So, so, so I'm as far as I'm concerned, this is this is okay to do if you are like really know what you're doing, and you understand like what's going on, and and you know it's all really good components and da 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 da, da right? Right. So, yeah, this this is this one's great. Yeah, three hundred watts, ninety eight percent. That's that's so. Really so it dropping if for and uh, Houston, we were talking about this before before we went live. Houston and I were talking, and we were talking about, um, you know, hey, if somebody that's just has one GPU, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they want to to lower that the power load on their system and stuff like that. It's like. Yeah, you could you could limit your power draw down to 300 watts on these things, and you're hardly losing anything. Yeah, that's for compute. Right. Yeah. Here, here, I, I should do these caveats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure that's if I put them all in here, um, but there's definite caveats. I was, I my testing, this was a Ubuntu 2004 server. Okay. I had no GUI on here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not running a display. I I didn't even need to have monitors hooked up. I was just secure shelled into this thing and did my work. And and if if I was doing this, uh, and you know, recommending it to somebody to to set up a system with to do it this way, that's what I would say. It's like, hey, you know, do this as a as a headless server and just connect to it and do your work with it. Don't think that this is like your cool new desktop system right although it really would be a cool new desktop system right Right. um but uh but that would be the way to do it you actually and another thing you could do and you can do this with nvidia smi is you can turn off the display capability for the gpu Hmm. and that would actually lower your power consumption too so so if doing this in a server setup without using display on the gpu you could actually disable that on the card and that would reduce the um the load in fact i have a feeling that the that that aspect of the cards actually probably has a fairly high power draw 
because if you look at the 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 A100 compute card, mm-hmm. the, the PCIe card, which we'll be getting soon, and I'm just like dying to try. It. <laughs> it's it's a 250 watt card, right? But there's no display on there. There's no display. There's no fan on it either. Okay, this is passive cool. It's a server card, right? Um, but that, but that's their big heavyweight, serious, serious, serious compute GPU, right? Right. And um, and they're running it at at a a reasonably low power. Um, so but so that's another thing you could do. You if if you were doing this as a server setup, you could disable uh, that 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 needless graphical interface stuff. Gross, right? No need that. And and uh, uh, and kind of optimize your your performance there too. You might even be able to knock this thing down even more for power and and still. Uh, have that real nice performance. It'll be interesting um, to see. Um, so I, I'm I'm guessing for these tests and stuff, you didn't turn, you didn't disable the graphic output part. No, I didn't. I left so it. I'm, I'd be I'd be very curious to see the comparison of four of these with their graphics turned off, running at 250 watts, which is 93 percent performance compared to the A100, because. Um, it's that's almost like apples to apples, right? At that point, kind of. Okay. There, I, I I have to try this stuff because they're really pretty different GPUs. Oh, okay. The the A one hundred. This is an A one hundred two. A GA one hundred two. Okay. Is the is the actual GPU chip that's on these these mm. cards? The 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 thirty seventy is a GA one hundred three. So huh. it's even different again wow um and the the compute cards are a 100 oh okay and that sure. and those parts that that stuff has been out for a while that's the heavy duty compute gpu mm. okay uh but yeah i ha- i'm i'm curious too i um the the thing is and there's new more cards coming out okay mm-hmm. um now this is a this is a consumer card Right. This is that thirty. This is it's an crazy consumer card. So twenty four gigabytes of memory and just great <laughs> performance. Right. So yeah, a lot of the machine learning people are going to be really going to want to use these cards. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and Nvidia, they don't always like that, but it's the reason they they are where they are today is because sure. people did that way many many years ago including myself <laughs> uh so that's that's the reason they're in the position they are right now right uh, so and people will still want to do this uh but yeah there's a man this was the, my first chance to really do kind of interesting testing on this and i barely did any testing right hmm. i mean i just ran this tensorflow job doing this stuff i had the the machine for m- most of a week um you know and there was a lot of stuff that i had to run a lot so um i i now i've got a machine booted up as today again i've got access to at least that that same platform but with one 3090 in it mm-hmm. um and i need that for the post that i was actually trying to put up today which won't go up today i'm sorry that's all right um but uh, but yeah, I I, I kind of sidetracked there. The the thing that I, I was going to bring up that yeah, you this is actually, you know, somebody might want to consider doing this for even with just one GPU. Mm-hmm. You could do your power limiting and, and maybe have just a little bit nicer experience with the the 
your setup with one GPU and, and not be hurting your performance. Um, but uh, yeah, geez, that's good stuff. The the post now now this was the experiment to show right. that hey yeah you can do this and this is how it is. It's like wow, okay. The next post is um, and it's it's basically done. I've got the details in there, um, but I'm putting in more. I want I want to add some uh, sanity checks. Mm-hmm. And some uh, protection stuff into the scripts that I'm I'm putting in this post. So so what's going in that post is is how to make this happen at boot time. So you start your machine up and this stuff is set ready to go. Ah okay okay. And so you've got persistence mode. It shouldn't unload the stuff. It's the power is going to be limited on the GPUs. This happens at boot. We start machine. Boom. Mm-hmm. So that means just putting basically those two little commands. Uh, into a uh, a shell script, and uh, uh, and then using that as a service that I start with system D. So I get uh, system D is the um, uh, initialization uh, service manager. It's it's um, it's something that happened uh, in Linux uh, a couple of years ago that people Nash just hated and hated and hated, but we really needed it. It's just, <laughs> okay. um, but that, that's, that's what starts up services and stuff like that. When you hit the power button, that's uh, okay. system D is, is uh, starting up services. So, so I put it, so I've got in here uh, uh, a unit file, what they call a unit file, a service unit file. So that system D um, at the right appropriate time, will set the power limits on those GPUs during the boot. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that so that makes this actually like, yeah. Okay. If you're going to do this for real, that's like, yeah. Just put this in there and, and you can fire it up and you're good to go. Um. The um, but I want to. Uh, and I, I have it done. I've got the unit file. I've got a script. But I want to put some things in there for some some sanity checks on, like, setting that power limit. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that people don't try to set a power limit. Um, you know, because you, you put this in the in the the script itself. You can put this in the in the configuration. What power you want to set it to? Uh, but I want to be sure this the scripts that I publish have a sanity check to make sure that it's not they're not setting it to something that's higher than the maximum oh, sure. uh, power for the GPU. It won't go beyond that anyway, because you can't really change that. Okay. Um, but I, I just want to put some sanity checks in like that. So it, this probably won't go up until Monday, uh, Monday afternoon. That's okay. Um, but I'm doing it in a good way. I'm putting it in uh, user local. So it's a, a, a same place. Yeah. And you know, I, and I, I thought about something um, mm-hmm. while I was thinking about the stream. Um, you know, I, I I did that that um, you know the, our machine the machine learning developers development mm-hmm. stack development right, stack right. I did. Um, that's actually perfect for this because um, that that whole thing is set up to run without a display. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, right. that's that's. Um, I, I've got that stuff up on on GitHub. It's it's uh, it's all there. I haven't been back to it for like a couple months, and I've got. I need to do work on. Need to do another iteration, and I need to update uh, Jupiter Hub 
on there to the version. I was waiting for that for a longest time. And then we got just super busy. So I, I haven't been back to it, but the idea there is, is, um, um, I use, a. uh, uh, application called Cockpit, which is a remote uh, web browser-based management interface, server mm-hmm. management interface. So use that. So you fire up a browser, you fire up Cockpit, you connect to the machine, and now you can do all the things like add, create users and add users and do all the kind of stuff you want to do on there. Right. And then I also have Jupyter Hub for launching up uh, Jupyter Notebooks, which is you know kind of a typical way for people to uh, do the machine learning work. And so all of that runs from the browser. So so this would be a nice a nice setup to have, you know, with the four GPUs. This stuff is all booting up uh, without a GUI. You've got these great GPUs. Yeah, but you know, th- this is uh, another thing that you could do if you were setting up a a, a rig for doing this. You could right. use a stack like like this uh, the machine learning uh, development server stack that that uh, I put together, or you know somebody else put together too. And there's others. Um, but um, yeah, gee, I want to get that out there. Well, we did a lot of talking on that. Yeah, um, if you don't mind, maybe going a little past the hour. There were quite a few, quite a few questions coming through. Um, I don't even see them. So, oh, I'm, uh, oh, I'm on the wrong thing. Oh, oh. there's the questions. Oh, right. oh, sorry, 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 everybody. I didn't even see it. No, that's all right. Um, so, so some some sec, I believe, um, is how that said on on YouTube. Um, he he had quite a few questions. So we'll start the, with the first one that I recall is um, here. Uh, does the power limit throttle the compute frequency or mem- or the memory bandwidth or both? It doesn't mess with it, <laughs> which is nice. You can ch- you those are are parameters that you can also change, and and. Uh, um yeah oh okay okay that that's a really good question that's a really good question but you know keep in mind that all of that stuff is dynamic sure sure okay and, and it's and it's complicated those those uh clocks and stuff like that they ramp up and down mm-hmm. almost instantaneously ramp up and down depending on the load that's on the system so the answer to that is yes yeah, okay. you're. It's you're not going to be getting a hundred percent performance, right? So you're probably not hitting all the way up to the maximum clock frequencies, and there's several clocks too. Right. Okay. So there. So only thing we're doing is is capping the 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 max power limit. So oh, sure. how that is distributed dynamically across, like the memory clocks, the uh, SM clock, the you know, uh, it's it's complicated, but that's still all just going on automatically on the GPU from what it would normally do. Okay, but that's- but yeah, there's a trade-off, and I did not monitor that. I did not look at it, but I did think about it. So mm-hmm. that's a great question. Um, the uh, man. And, little... and the loads that I was running, I I was not, I really didn't have any. This ResNet 50 um, with synthetic data, I'm not loading any, any uh, I'm not stressing the communication over the PCI bus or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I don't know. So those are unanswered questions. Um, 
my my feeling is that given the overall performance I don't care. <laughs> sure, sure. Because it, it, it's going to it's going to ha- drop something. It's going to have to compromise somewhere because it's not getting full power. Right. Um, but the thing is, that happens so dynamically and so quickly that if there's all of a sudden demand for on the on the memory bus, okay, then that's where the power is going to go. Oh. Okay. And 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 the the SM. Uh, cores are going to be, I mean, that stuff is going to be idling, waiting on data transfer anyway. Hmm. So, so power management on modern stuff is just insane. Uh, but it's really, okay. really, really, really good. So I, I wouldn't worry about that too much, but that's a great question. Then he has he did, had another question as well uh, from some sec. Uh, does the GPU TDP include full shader tensor RT memory? Uh, if so, there is a lot of room for lowering power with equals perf if one is only using yeah. shaders and memory. Yes, exactly. Um, and and I, that, I was I was kind of... Uh, uh, mentioning that earlier you you can you can you can set there's a, a bunch of parameters you can set with uh, uh, nvidia smi and it's absolutely worth experimenting with um yeah you could you can set the um you can set the, the performance level and you can set the uh, and, and like i said you you can basically disable the um the display parts of the card Right, so you you can do that. So there there's there's a lot of experimentation that can be done. Um, I I think basically the testing that I did kind of set a baseline mm-hmm. um, for like the simplest thing that you could look at and do, and it worked. It was good. That's there, so cool. Is there room for improvement? Yeah, I think there's plenty of room for improvement. Um, and it the the thing is, I I would. I would not discourage anyone from trying some of this stuff out and yeah. and, and seeing, you know, what you can do because you can probably get better performance or maybe even better to drop that power load down even more. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you can get that power envelope down closer to 250 watts and still be having a really really nice performance. Hey, you know, I I'm just guessing. But Which yeah, I mean, it a, makes sense if they're able to do that with the. You know this the A one hundred the the yeah, two fifty watt. Check this seems... out because man, I have you know I haven't fired this up. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be cool I, to see. I know the the big modules the S uh, SMX modules. Somebody was saying that those things have like a max power draw of like four hundred watts or something. Oh, which is is crazy high. So I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, there's, but yeah, I've, yeah, you know. The, the thing I keep saying this, but it's really, really true. All this stuff is very, very complicated. It's very, very dynamic. Right. Um, um, but it's also insanely fantastic. <laughs> the, the, perform- the performance uh, is just, you know, I've been doing scientific compute. I've been doing pushing things to the limit for a long, 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 long time. And man, I think back to my research, like when I was a graduate student, it was like, <laughs> oh my god i would have been happy to have the performance i get on my cell phone <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah but yeah man hey, uh hey and you know if you do if you get some really cool stuff um i appreciate it when you when you uh 
pop up interesting stuff and we throw it into a comment on the on the post because i like to see it i uh you know if you've had if you've had any trouble i definitely want to know about it if you've had success i want to know about that too um because that's really valuable information to me and i really i uh, honestly do appreciate that uh that kind of feedback and i think it's great to have it out there in the public um so you know either do your you know do a post yourself put it up somewhere or or uh, you know but i really appreciate it when you throw interesting stuff uh testing and stuff like that onto a comment on one of the blog posts because i think it helps the entire community oh yeah it's it's good to add to the conversation yeah 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 i love it when people do that i've gotten some fantastic great ideas from stuff that people have posted and comments i'm going oh man i didn't even know that i gotta try it that's great so yeah it's awesome thank you uh there was a mention as well oh also from from some sec again uh could you please comment i.e drool about the new dgx station a100 system that nvidia says only uses 1500 watts wow oh i i, I didn't i haven't seen that i haven't seen that stuff. oh yeah oh yeah drool 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 hey uh um I will tell you, I will tell you. Okay, I, I'm I'm the guy at, at Puget Systems, right? Um, and uh, I am all in favor. And and, and I'm good. Starting in the new year, I'm going to try to put a little bit of. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But I would like to uh, be on the the uh, DGX uh, provider list. Okay, because I don't think those things are priced insanely bad i mean they're they're high they're beautiful and that that new that new tgx workstation is insane that's just insane i mean i've seen you know i've seen the the others you know up i've had my hands on them mm-hmm. they're, they're it's a really really beautiful build um they did great design work on that really great they are not cheap that stuff is not cheap okay right um but it's pretty darn good and and um i i'm really curious to to look further into the into into that and i would love to see us actually uh offering that uh, offering the the dgx that'd be cool um i think we could and i think it kind of fits with you know kind of some of the stuff that we want to do going forward mm-hmm. um you know maybe not, it, it's kind of not really the kind of thing that we would historically do because we sure. want to do our our own kind of stuff and and do that but but i like that i like that box i think it was great um the thing that was uh just crazy on there is the way they did the cooling oh sub sub ambient cooling okay and what wow. what that means okay it, it's it's a fluid cooled okay um but it's refrigerated in a sense okay that thing has has a compressor on it oh okay wow yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's, that's what sub ambient means yeah um their uh their uh cooling the their their the radiators are cooling below the outside ambient temperature okay so it's it's working like a refrigerator would work right so so it's it's doing a compression expansion cooling this is thermodynamics 101 here okay yeah. and so they're they're cooling the radiator that's that's uh that that coolant is moving through so it's dropping the temp it's pulling the temperature down below the ambient temperature nice now 
you also cannot violate thermodynamics. Well, yeah, that okay. heat's got to go somewhere, right? The heat has got to go somewhere. So you still have to get rid of all that heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, And in fact, you are actually lowering your efficiency a little bit by adding that compressor in there. Well, that's highly efficient. Refrigerators are insanely efficient. Right. They're, they're, the power you know, the it. power usage and the cooling you get out of it. Uh, but that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love it. I, I totally hear you on that one. That one is really, really cool. I can um, just imagine like the prototype for that was just like a mini fridge from Home Depot and a bunch of graphics cards stuffed into it. Oh, <laughs> you know, there does, you know, if you look back at what they did when the, some of that first hardware they did, the, the digits box that they did, Mm-hmm. I did not like that thing. Okay, I didn't like the way they designed it, but it was it was cool. You know, yeah. it was nice that they did it, and it, and it's it opened everything up for everybody. It's like, heck, everybody, and so everybody followed. All their partners followed, and it was really, really a great thing. The this the stuff that um, they've done in the last couple of years, the DGX stuff, is very, very custom, and the, and they pulled the stops out on the design, uh, and they're just really beautiful to look at. That gold. Um, anodized aluminum uh, uh, chassis and the grill work and stuff like that. It's, it's really, really pretty. It's really nice looking. Um, and yeah, that I'm sure that thing is just, you know, really serious. The thing is, man, you're going to be able to get really close to the kind of performance you're going to want out of that. Oh, on, like, even with like four of these uh, uh, 3090s in there. <laughs> Oh, I was going to bring that I, I just just really quickly. Other GPUs, I started to say that. Um, the, the, the A40 and the A6000 mm-hmm. are coming up, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm finally getting to test on the A100s. Okay, oh, so, right. and so we're, we're going to be we're going to be offering those in, in uh, uh, some of our rad gear. And but it got me thinking, and those I'm super anxious to try the A100. There's so many amazing features on those GPUs. But the the A40 is is the passive cooled, um, like the the A6000 is what the Quadro. They've you know they've right. dropped those those branding Quadro name, yeah. But this this is the Quadro. So the the A6000 is active cooled. Um, it's essentially the the Quadro line. Sure. Okay? Um, I'm not sure I, that's probably the GA 102 chip that's in there, hmm. but the firmware is different. So it's, it's configured different. So it's, it's not going to be like the, uh, the R- RTX cards. Okay. Um, and, and they've got some really interesting features like, you know, the GPU virtualization and stuff like that, which is probably essentially doing the same thing as the multi-instant GPU on the A100, which I'm hmm. really curious to try that's partitioning the gpu um, um but a, that the a40 could make a really really sweet uh machine learning server oh that may actually be a pretty nice alternative to doing the a100s because you don't really for for a lot of the stuff in for the machine learning the training work you and and inference work you don't really need the double precision and all the just insanely great stuff that's on the a100 you what you really need is the fp32 and the um 
uh, and the TF32, which I haven't tried. There's there's a bunch of really great new stuff in in on these GPUs, um, and so that may be pretty sweet too. Uh, so I definitely you know uh, keep keep an eye out for that stuff because that could be cool. Um, I I could go off on a million tangents here, man. <laughs> there was another question kind of earlier on um, Robert Gibson on YouTube. He asked, have you tried an equivalent Windows system build um, using the MSI Afterburner utility to set the max power? And so oh. I, I kind of want to tweak that a little bit too. You had mentioned that the SMI thing is available on Windows. It, it, it gets is. installed as part of the driver. How would or where would somebody go to look if they wanted to play around with this? on a windows machine it is in like microsoft like windows system x86 so there's like a, there's like an executable like somewhere search. just search um on, on your windows machine do a search for nvidia smi um and you'll find it okay uh, it, it'll pop up and it's there and, and it's it's the same utility it's the system management interface mm -hmm. uh, i have not tried this yet on windows okay uh, but i yeah i'm really glad you asked that because i definitely wanted to mention that um i okay i have not tried it yet but i don't see any reason why it shouldn't work just fine sure okay um it seems a little bit out of the usage that you might want to do for a Windows box, but why not? Yeah, you you can do this stuff on Windows. You you can do it. I mean, it, the the platform of choice is is you know definitely um, uh, Linux for for this stuff, um, especially the heavier you go with it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I've helped a lot of people doing Windows stuff, for, especially in the machine learning. And and I feel really, really good about that, that a lot of people are doing the stuff that maybe would not have done it. So um, so I think this is a go for Windows. I, cool. I will actually try to do that myself. Right. Um, you know, we, we'll, we can see... You know, we can see what happens. the 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 persistence mode is not available on Windows, but I don't think it matters. Okay. Because I think as long as you've got your GUI, as long as you've got that graphical interface, uh, that driver is just it's just going to stay loaded. You right. don't have to worry about any kind of module dumping or anything like that. Would, yeah. um, I don't think that even matters. You should be able to do the just do this with doing the power limit setting, but you would have to do all of the serious testing to make sure that it was working right before you made any kind of a commitment to like <laughs> the top box with a quad build, right? Right, right. Um, I'll try to do it. I'll try to do it. I hope cool. to answer that for you with some real numbers. That'd be fun. Yeah, it, it would be fun. It'd be cool. I'd, I'd love it if you threw in some, just like one little goofy game benchmark too, while you were, while you were. <laughs> just, I think that would be fun. Just as like a little Easter egg sort of. Uh. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, that's the other thing. I, I've only tested ResNet 50 with TensorFlow mm -hmm. on that quad thing. So I haven't, I haven't really hammered on it. I haven't done proper multi-gpu testing okay on the on these on the rtx 30 cards yet and that makes sense because this was really just more 
proof of concept. Like, can this can proof of concept? Yeah. And so now, now it's going to be looking at like, okay, let's let's try some real world stuff. Let's see what this really can do. Because like you had mentioned, you had mentioned um, uh, something about memory memory bandwidth through the PCI bus or all kinds of consideration. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So this will be very. I'm I'm for one very interested to see because you just get so excited about it, and I love just hearing oh, about how this stuff is and and it's such a an interesting and kind of almost mad scientist kind of thing to to be doing because mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's just literally it is really <laughs> neat um but but can I, I feel like this is one of those things too where it it's a big step it's kind of a almost a breakthrough where like this might actually be something really cool and very applicable to everybody or everybody in the space, at least, because um, yeah, there's I mean, be a lot of there's going to be a lot of people doing research and stuff like that that are just going to be thrilled. Yeah. I, I was really happy to put this stuff up. It's like, here you go, guys, knock it out. Right, right. I, I did, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy to have have been able to do that uh, and kind of get the bull uh, the ball rolling on on uh, on some you know helping people get some new get research system set up and get them cranking. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know if, if we're, well, I, I, I'll, I know we're over and maybe that's a good thing. Um, a but you know, we, we, we are considering this as, as an offering, but what we want to do is, is really, we want to get um, uh, gigabyte to do uh, firmware mods for us mm-hmm. and then, and then have essentially a, a custom, um, skew of that uh, blower card um and then that way this just removes all of this software all this messing around stuff from it and it just becomes like totally like okay this is a power limited uh version of this card you know that could be used in in lower power builds or for multi-gpu where you know power limiting is is required that's what I'm hoping. With the with that shell script, is is that really necessary? Because if you have if you have it set up to start on boot, there's l- at least less of a concern of something bad happening during a job or um, right because it's it's going to be loaded as soon as the system turns on, and then by the time you start running your job or whatever, it should already be power limited. That way, mm-hmm. it's just more just like a kind of foolproofing it or or it's, making it so it's foolproofing it. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to fiddle. You just will send you a box, and it's already just gonna work. Absolutely, it's just gonna work. No matter whatever you do, that's the limit of the power on the GPUs. Go go to it. Um, yeah, doing this in a configuration, starting up at boot. That's actually that's the way to do it. If you're you know, um, and and that's completely okay. But what if somebody is like doesn't really know about that? Mm-hmm. And they like reinstall the OS. Oh, right. Or you know what? What if? What if? What if? Right. And 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 then they go to try to fire this up, and then their machine's crashing because it's drawing too much power. Or what if? What if? Um, you know, s- something just really crazy goes wrong, and this overloads the circuit. You know, I'm not too worried because like a, a good power supply and good motherboard are just going to sh- they're just going to kick out. Right. Um, but you could trip breakers, you know. Um, uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've tripped lots of power breakers in my day. Oh, hey. Okay. We've, I we've, mean, lots. I was in, the, in production, you know, you put 
Oh yeah, you get four GPU systems start going for load testing, and it blew out. That's why we had to run a bunch of heavy duty lines and in, into production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so but they, but there's those little those are little what ifs that for me as a researcher and a scientist, I go like, yeah, who cares? You know, we're in a lab, we're making our own equipment. You know, we're making on. You know, a tunneling microscope or whatever, and zapping things with lasers that we build ourselves, right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, this is no problem. Um, but for a company like us, we have to be very, very, very responsible to our customers. And and uh, so, so if and I and I'm no matter what my feelings are on it as a researcher and a scientist, I completely concur with the consensus of of everyone in the company about whether we should do it or not right um we would probably easily be able to say like okay well we can do a three gpu system and we can leave a slot open right wink wink right which we do we we do have uh triple gpu three three not three thirty ninety systems available. Yeah, I got to get my configuration pages cleaned up. They're, they're a mess. Talk to the sales guys if you want to do this because they know what, what really what's what's going on. That'll be funny. Uh, can, can I get a triple thirty ninety and an extra one on the side? Don't don't plug it in. Just send it. Put it in there. <laughs> yeah, I, but I do need that blower card. And and by the way, can you wire the cable over there for me? Yeah, <laughs> I might I might install a fourth one, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and 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 put a Ubuntu twenty oh four on there, and you know, and, yeah, I'm I'm ready to go on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know I think that's I think honestly I think it's totally doable. I think it's totally doable. Um. But whether we can ship them out the door like that and say, you know, and support the whole thing. Right. You know, that's I, I do not want to open up a can of worms for the for um, for for all the folks here. Right? Well, I, I mean, it's a it's all about that that customer experience. Right. We yeah, don't want yeah. to send out a product that's going to end up even potentially causing a bad time, you know, yeah, or exactly. and man, how bad would we feel if some monster job? It fails and you, you know, lose your grant or whatever because something we did or didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're ultra conservative on stuff like that, and we've always been that way. And and uh, I concur with it. You know, there's a reason that we don't do overclocking and stuff like that. We used to do a little bit, but it's like, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to. We don't want to um, take things out of spec. Right. Okay. Uh, so that that's kind of the the bottom line here. Um. But I felt like it was my obligation to my colleagues in the community to try this out and see if it would work right. So I'm I really feeling good about that. Yeah. So so one last question, though. Are NV links available for the 3090? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, um, there are, but it's it's only only between pairs. Right. Okay. Right. And, uh, and, you know, that's how it was on the, uh, um, the, the 20 series too. Mm -hmm. Um, the, and I did try it. I, I hooked a bridge up, uh, between two cards because we had a bridge mm -hmm. and, uh, but it didn't work. 
and I, but I didn't have an opportunity to investigate it. Uh. But that was early. That was early. It could have been. I mean, I, I'm still. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'll urge everybody to take a deep breath and relax, and give yourself a chance for some of the dust to settle on all this stuff. The drivers are finally coming together. The uh, optimized builds on NGC are coming together. Uh, the the CUDA libraries are all coming together. So all of this stuff is is um, uh, it, is is happening, but it, it, it takes some time. And that first launch stuff was like, whoa, some stuff just didn't work. I I mean, I had trouble with a lot of that stuff, and that was one of them. NVLink did not work when I tried it, and I have not had a chance to try it again. Um, but that could have been. You know, a, a fluke of of having a faulty bridge, mm. but I suspect it was more of an early driver problem that it was just like really not functioning yet. It was just not. It was just not happening. Um, so, but to answer the question, yeah, and it, and it should be very very good. And and I had luck before, um, surprising, doing two pairs in a in a quad GPU setup. Yeah. You have a... you know, ideally you want to have you want to have multiple two connections on each card so that you can they're all connected right, um, but I did, had pretty good luck with two pairs, and and the the places where that comes in to be important are places where you have heavy uh, heavier GPU to GPU communication loads, and the benchmark that I ran where it showed up was the uh, an LSTM. So, so that that has history uh, in in the in the model. So there's dependencies uh, back across time. So so basically, uh, time series kind of loads and stuff like that. You're going to have more GPU to GPU communication. Those things are going to become are going to be more important. Where you have things like a lot of the convolution networks and stuff, you you can you've got data parallel. So you just stream in the you get the data out onto the GPUs. They grind and then they and then they exchange data. They get more and and doing the mem copy back to CPU space for accumulating like gradients and stuff like that. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. Um, and because the stuff is heavily buffered, it doesn't really make that much difference. You know, PCI X16 versus X8, V3 versus V4, all those things are have an effect, but not a massive effect. But my, my feeling is that the performance gains that I got before with NVLink just have totally justified the cost of the bridge. Hmm. Okay, it's like when you need it, yeah, you're going to get that boost that's going to easily have paid for itself by the just by having the bridge. So, so yeah, I like those things. I think they're I think they're great, and I, I will definitely test, definitely test. Right on, awesome. Well, that does put us a little bit past our time, but that's Quite okay. A bit past. <laughs> this is this is really big stuff. So, um, and I think it's, it's really fun. Make big yeah. waves in the in the scientific community. We could be having a lot of fun with this in the future. So I'm, I'm excited to see what you do. Houston, I just, everybody working on a plan going for 2021. Um, 
uh, hopefully, uh, you know, up the game a little bit on uh, some of the stuff we're offering. And some really great stuff is coming down the pipe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my. Some really, really nice stuff from AMD is looking right. sweet, 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 sweet. A um, lot, of, lot of cool things to test out. And, and I'm going to be busy. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'm doing stuff with Intel. Intel's got some great stuff going on. One API looks awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into there. Um, all kinds of things. The cool stuff that we're doing, like in game dev with Unreal, mm-hmm. um, and and AI <laughs> along in there with that. The machine learning stuff going along in there. Yep. It's going to be another insane year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's big. Well, I mean, anytime we have these major, like this is a, from all angles, this has been a, a very significant uh, hardware launch from CPUs, GPUs everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, this next year is, is going to be big. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's more of the same, man. For I mean, sure. More, more great stuff coming down the pipe. Jeez. Yeah. About it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Don, for taking time out of your day uh, to to get this explained and, and kind of give us a peek into the future of things. It's going to be really, really cool. Um, and uh, as always, thank you to the audience as well for joining us. Um, it's We do this. It, this is a lot of fun. I, I always love I, a lot of it is, whoosh, but um, it's still so cool to 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 know that we're we're really pushing the boundaries in in this place is really cool um so yeah thank you um oh and my normal outro we do this every wednesday and friday uh wednesdays we bring industry experts on to talk about their workflow and uh give a little peek behind the curtain tips tricks advice and stuff like that and then um fridays we have our labs open office hour like this we bring in our experts to talk about uh what they do and the crossover of the software expertise and the hardware that they get to play with every day so uh mark your calendars for that wednesdays thursdays 1 p.m pacific and um i think that's it we'll see y'all next time sounds good bye everybody thanks for stopping in